Welcome to Cutting Through the Noise podcast. We're going to continue our study in the book of James. The thought that we'll look at today is the royal law from James chapter number two. Go ahead and get your Bible and we'll be back in just a moment. James chapter number two, uh, we're going to be in uh, verse number eight down through verse number 10. And again, practical truths from the book of James is what we're looking at and have been looking at for a little while. Before we jump into this passage, I'd like to go back and again, review the context of the book of James, because it's very important for us to understand Uh, the times and uh, all that was going on there, or at least some of what was going on there. Here's a short introduction. You know, we uh, turn the TV on or log on to some type of social media today, and it is full of claims. I mean, there is anything and everything there that's going to be new and improved, and it's going to be fantastic. It's, It's going to change our lives. Uh, For just a few dollars, uh, you can have cleaner clothes, uh, whiter teeth, glamorous hair, tastier food, uh, happiness, friends, a good life, lose weight. I wish that one were true. But, you know, it's the book of James is almost like an election year. I mean, when the politicians get up there, they have uh, all of these wonderful promises about all of these platforms that are going to uh, change in the next uh, uh, a term of this election, and and it's not long until we really begin to understand that talk is cheap, and we begin to realize that a lot of that boasting were is just simply hollow. And you know that's what you and I as Christians need to be careful of is we need to we need to be careful that we that we're not guilty of saying things that we were going to do or or plan to do, and then our actions simply reveal that uh, it was just not true. Uh, There's two things, really, when you look at the book of James, if you wanted to just outline the whole book. We know we, again, it's a book about trials and testings, and, you know, the product of our faith is a changed life. I mean, when you trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior alone, uh, we have a changed life. But now the second part of that, or the other side of the coin, is uh, when we consider the book of James, uh, uh, you know, it's the proof of our faith. The product of our faith is a changed life, but the proof of our faith will be revealed through tests and trials and times. And so that's what we want to consider as we jump into this passage of scripture. I'm going to begin James chapter 2 verse number 8 and and again James is writing from the standpoint of lip service versus life service or a head knowledge uh, versus a heart that's trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ alone. So James chapter 2 verse number 8. Here's what the Bible tells us today. If you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, ye do well. And that's the thought for our our study today, the royal law. Uh, The royal law can be a real challenge. And that's what we'll examine. 
So uh, if you fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, ye do well. But if ye have respect to persons, ye commit sin and are convinced of the law as transgressors. Then verse number 10, for whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. You know, the Bible is a book that we just simply cannot, should not kind of pick and choose, kind of like a smorgasbord of, well, you know, I, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to do that. You know, when we consider this royal law, we can go back uh, just uh, uh, for a comparison passage uh, that, that we can examine to see, you know, really what is this talking about? And I'm going to be in Luke chapter number 10 and verse number 25. And uh, we find someone that came to the Lord Jesus Christ and he had a, a question. And uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, many times in the Gospels, he, he'll answer a question with a question. And the reason he does that is that it provokes people to think. Now notice with me, follow along. Verse number 25, and behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? That's a wonderful question. You know, we have a lot of folks today that are still trying to do things to get into heaven. Uh, my friend, if, if that were possible, there would have been no reason for the Lord Jesus Christ to come and die on the cross of Calvary to pay the penalty for sin. If we could do something to get in, there would have been no need for him to come. But it's impossible for that to happen, so that's why he did come. And so let's continue with this thought here. He said unto him, what is written in the law? How readest thou? In other words, he asked the question, and Jesus simply turned it right around and said, what's the Bible say? Uh, that's a great way to look at it. And he answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. He said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. Now, we need to read one more verse, because it tells us in verse number 29, But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, and who is my neighbor? In other words, he was looking for a loophole. Hey, listen, it's easy to love the Lord, but sometimes it's hard to like our neighbor. And that's what the Lord's talking about with this young man in this passage of scripture. He was looking for a loophole. Part of, part of what the answer was, he said, yes, I agree with that. The other part of that, he said, well, I, you know, I, I can't agree with that because I'm not sure who my neighbor is. And he probably regretted that statement because the Lord begins in verse number 30 uh, down through 37 and he gives them a story about someone that had went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and uh, he fell amongst the thieves and again he was uh, wounded and, and robbed and really left for dead and Jesus talks about these passerbys. There was a priest that uh, came by and looked upon him and uh, uh, the Bible just says that he, that he just passed by. And then he also talked about a Levite, and he came and and uh, he kind of passed by on the other side. Uh, but then the Lord, in verse number 33, he says, But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, notice what the Bible said, he had compassion on him. And not only did he have compassion, he was willing to spend 
and to be spent. I mean, he bound him up. He put him on his own animal. He took him to an inn and, and said, listen, uh, I've got to continue my journey, but here's what I'd like. I want you to take care of him. And, and whatever it costs you, whenever I come back, I want you to know that I will repay it. I'm going to take care of it. And so uh, Jesus, in verse number 36, asked this lawyer, he said, which of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And here's where he got in trouble. And he said, he that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, go and do thou likewise. Uh, we don't have time for an exhaustive study, but I, boy, what a, what a challenge. Again, we're talking about the royal law. The royal law can be a real challenge. Again, we know according to the Bible, we're supposed to love God first. And we're supposed to love him with everything we have. And, and then after, again, and in order to do that, we got to have a right relationship with him. We'll see that also in the book of James as we continue through. A lot of people have a head knowledge about God, but they don't know him. And that's proved in verse number 19 of James chapter number two. Uh, and he says, thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. He says, the devils also believe and tremble. So just having a head knowledge is not enough. Uh, we need to take it from our head to our heart because that's where it's going to make all the difference. And, you know, uh, whenever we think about this real challenge and, and whenever we go back to our text there in Luke chapter number 10, uh, even the lawyer said, you know, the one that showed mercy was the one. And, you know, uh, that's where we're at today, my friend. You and I, I, I think... We need to be willing, if we're going to fulfill this royal law, and if we're going to live as Christ would want us to live, we're going to have to live a life that, that is going to be willing to show mercy. And then number two, we're going to have to be willing to uh, share some grace and share our faith. You know, when we think about uh, grace and, and all of those things, you know, God extended grace to us. And if we're going to be like him, because he extended it to us, you and I must be willing to extend it to others. I mean, how will they ever know him unless we're willing to tell them about him? And so I picked up 10 things several years ago and, and had a refresher a few years ago and, and even had a, a, a more recent refresher probably last year. And, and it's 10 things that, that I learned, well, it's 10 things I heard a long time ago. Now it's 10 things that I'm trying to learn and practice. Again, lip service versus life service. You know, when things are tough and when it's hard, it's, it's very easy to turn inward. Uh, this is not a time for us to turn inward. This is a time for us to be outward. We need to be willing to show mercy and we need to be willing to share our faith mixed with grace. And let me give you 10 things to conclude our thought this morning. Uh, about this and, and this is what this is how people think this is called a paradox and this is how people think and then there's a challenge with each of these 10 and I promise not to be long but number one is this people are illogical unreasonable and self-centered and that's a true statement but if we're going to exhibit this royal law or fulfill the royal law you and I must be willing to love and trust them anyway Number two, if you do good, people will cause you, or I'm sorry, people will accuse you 
of selfish ulterior motives. And that's true. If you do good, many times people will accuse us of having ulterior motives. Hey, listen, do good anyway. Number three, if uh, here, here's the thought, if you are successful, you will win false friends and true enemies. And I think that's true also, but here, here's the deal. Just try to succeed anyway. Hey, listen, what other people do should not determine what I do. Uh, I've learned this from a good friend of mine, Brother Tom Souter. He said, "We there's two worlds, the public world and the private world, and I can only control one. I cannot control what the public world does, but I tell you what I can do. I can control what my private world is and what my private world will, will do. Number four, the service you rendered today will be forgotten tomorrow. Hey, listen, just serve people anyway. And number five, honesty and frankness will make you vulnerable. Listen, if you let your guard down to meet people where they're at, it's gonna make us vulnerable. But listen, let's just choose to be honest and frank any, anyway. Number six, the biggest men with the biggest ideals can be shot down by the smallest men with the smallest ideals. Hey, listen, think big anyway. Your dreams and your plans should be as big as God. Don't allow somebody else to determine your destiny or your future. God is able. Number seven, people pretend to love the little people, but sell their souls to the big people. Hey, listen, you and I, as believers, not lip service, but life service, not a head knowledge, but a heart knowledge, we need to be willing to fight for the little people anyway. Why? Because that's all we are. Hey, listen, there's no big shots. We're all little shots, but we're serving a big God. The number eight, what you spend years building may be destroyed overnight. That's true. But listen, we need to be determined to build anyway. Let me give you number nine and 10 and we'll conclude here. You know, people really need help. But we've learned that when you're willing to help them, many times they'll attack you. You say, well, what should we do? We just should help them anyway. Why? Because they really need help. You know, I, I've learned this and, and you'll learn this. You know, hurting people hurt people. You know, we live in a world that's that's hurting. And when we step in to try to help and to make a difference, uh, don't be surprised if you get hurt. But listen, just determine to help people anyway. Then number 10, give the world the best you have and you'll get kicked in the teeth. There's some truth to that. But here's the answer to that. Give the world the best you have anyway. And it's really not the world. Give God the best you have anyway. You know what? When you and I decide to live and to love as the Lord Jesus Christ did, we will fulfill the royal law. Now listen, does that mean we're going to be sinless? No, it does not. But because we're believers, we should sin less. Hey, listen, thanks for living, uh, listening. Look forward to chatting with you again in the future. Let's pray. Father, I love you. Lord, thank you for the thought. Bless and meet the needs. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.